Hello once again, everybody. Welcome to the Common Sense American Podcast. This week, we're talking Donald Trump. Now, normally, I don't talk a lot about him. I think there's plenty to uh, to talk about it within the news itself. Um, I don't really have a lot to add, usually. I want to make it very clear that I do not support this uh, arrest of Trump. I don't believe he's guilty of anything serious. At the same time, I have come out and said in the past, I don't believe he's the right person for 2024 and for the Republican Party or for the country. Now, I that there's a caveat, a big one, in that I will certainly take him over any Democrat, especially uh, Biden or Harris or, or Newsom or whoever. Um, it's just that I, I have done shows in the past where I've simply questioned whether or not he's the exact right individual for what what needs to happen in this country. Now, I've never had a problem with his policies, per se. That's not really my concern. Uh, my concern is his divisive nature. Now, what what I, I want to get this out of the way first. There was a recent study that had come out that said, uh, asked you what the trust level, you know, when, when someone tells you something, do you trust them? And they ranked everybody, family members, friends, religious leaders, you know. And um, of on the trust chart, uh, Trump topped everybody, friends, family, religious leaders. He's at the top. It was like 71% of people polled uh, believe what he says and trust him. Um, ahead of... Uh, again, you know, family members, friends, religious leaders. I, I guess I, I sort of, I'm a little surprised by that number and somewhat concerned just because there is a blind following of Trump. Uh, blind perhaps is the wrong word. Let's just say they're perfectly willing to believe everything he says and perfectly willing to discount any criticism against him. Um, so bear that in mind as I barrel onward here uh, and talk about TDS, uh, Trump Derangement Syndrome, which is very clearly alive and well, and that's the crux of my show today. Um, <clears throat> but I do want to make that plain that there does seem to be some pretty, um, I guess the word is avid, you know, they're, they're very big time followers of Donald Trump and they really love him and everything. And I think that's fine, but... There is uh, almost a, um, they're, they're treating him kind of like a god at this point. Uh, and, you know, it's him or nothing. Uh, he's the only one that can save us. He, there's not, he can't do anything wrong. All, all of these are very dangerous, um, idolizing uh, thoughts in our heads. And I, I don't think that's a good idea, especially when it comes to politicians. Um, and I also think that there are a lot of people who say say the situation was reversed and this was Obama who was being brought up on charges of election interference or whatever. I guarantee the very same people would be saying, we don't care what the charges are, we just want him to go down. Um, there is too much ignorance floating around on all of this, all of these topics. And that's what I want to drill down on today in regards to the uh, impending Trump arrest. Um, which is happening this week. They set his bail at $200,000. Um, first of all, and I, I said this before, that I don't believe uh, the man is, is guilty of anything serious. I believe that he's not always ethical. I believe that he often says things just to tick people off. I'm sure that in the business world, he has not always been ethical. Um, 
All of these things are relevant, though, when it comes to the case at hand and whether or not he did something illegal in Georgia. Um, first of all, and this is the biggest thing, logically speaking, let's just step back, forget about the details of the case for a minute, and look at this logically. Now, we are talking about uh, the election of 2020, which ended in January of 2020. Now, this is happening more than a year and a half after that. Now, I know that the wheels of justice move excruciatingly slow. I understand that. Government moves even slower. Um, so you can account for some of that time lapse, but I don't think you can account for all of it. I, over a year and a half later, and this is happening now, I, that, that doesn't make any sense unless there's an ulterior motive to this arrest and it's political in nature. As many Republican leaders like, for example, Senator Ted Cruz, uh, they're all saying right now, this is just blatant and pathetic. Um, and there's obviously a reason for it. And they all also are saying that if Trump wasn't running for 2024, this would never have happened. And I honestly will have to agree with that. That's probably true. The timing of this is too suspect. There, this this would have come down a year ago if if it was real and if if they didn't you know if they weren't really trying to stop him and it wasn't politically motivated. Um, the timing of this is just too suspect. And as as they say, as many people are saying, oh, all you have to do is wait for something, uh, some bad news to break about Biden, Hunter Biden, the Biden scandal, whatever, and the next week, like clockwork, here comes something against Trump. It's too suspect. That is the problem that many of us logical people are facing. Um, the people who hate him don't care. Uh, they, they just don't care at all, which leads me to my primary point in regards to the general ignorance of the, uh, of the public and specifically <clears throat> of the Trump haters. Now, I did a show a while back um, about you know, people hating on Trump. And, and the thing that bothers me is not that people don't like him. Of course, people don't like him. You can not like whoever you want. Um, the problem is when you ask them specifically to get, you know, get detailed about your dislike of him. I want to hear uh, specifically, like, which policy that you really hated, uh, which law that he supported that you really didn't like, or um, which speech I don't know, he gave that maybe really rubbed it the wrong way. Something. Anything. And the really concerning part about all this is that most, I'm not saying all, most people, most liberals who hate this guy can't name anything. They can't respond intelligently to any of those questions. Nothing. They just fly into a rage and scream. It's like they become raging, wild, rabid animals. Just spitting nasty they want him dead. I mean, that's the only thing you can you can think of when you listen to them and hear them and look at them. They're, they're, they become crazy. My my um, my mother has friends who are highly liberal, uh, and she she just tries to hide the fact that she's not. Um, and she says it's always interesting, you know, this when this Trump arrest came down, they suddenly when they started to talk about it, their entire mien changes. Their entire attitude just suddenly shifts. Their voices start to shake. They start to get, uh, the, their eyes roll all over the place. They, they really, and they're not like that. They're, they're, these aren't that kind, that kind of people normally. This isn't who they are. And all of a sudden, they just, 
it's it's almost as if you were talking uh, they were talking about you know Hitler shoved their way into their bedroom and tried to rape them and now thankfully they're being arrested this guy and and you know is going to be brought up on charges that's kind of like the reaction like as if he did something personally to them and their family this is the only way to explain such a such an intense reaction and that's the scary part because if you follow that up and, and say you should be able to give me detailed accounts of why you're reacting this way, what specifically you think that he did that warrants this reaction from you, and they can't do it. They can't do it. They can't say, hey, all they've got is what CNN told about how Trump's evil and that how he tried to destroy democracy and about how he's a Nazi. That's it. They don't have any specific reasons as to why he's any of these things. They can't really back it up. They can barely name the charges. And even if they can, they can't name any of the evidence. They, can't, they, they don't know anything about this case, and they seem to not care. All they care about is that he's being punished. And then if you ask them why or, you know, something like that, well, he's, a, he's, you know, he's a nasty, bad person. He's bad for America, bad for the world. Get him out. But that's as far as they go. They can't seem to get anywhere, especially when it comes to specific policy during his presidency. They, they can't. They don't know anything. They can't point to any specific law or policy that Trump supported or passed or whatever that would make him. A, a, a Nazi or a criminal. They, they can't. They can't point to one. That's because there aren't any. There aren't any. He wanted to build the wall. Yes, he did. He wanted to basically do what all the other countries have done in terms of having barriers at their borders and, and uh, enforcing existing, not laws he's, he's putting in, existing citizenship and immigration law. That's all he was trying to do. Not once did he say, I don't support immigration. All he ever said is, I don't support illegal immigration. And somehow this made him a Nazi. And as I've always said about the case on illegal immigration, that if it was all white people trying to shove their way into this country, that would then we have no problem with the wall, we have no problem with existing enforcement, and nobody's racist. Now they all are because it's mostly not white people. It's all racism, apparently. That's all it is. It's all about race. It's all about that. It has nothing to do with immigration anymore. It's political correctness that's destroying this country. Um, rather than logic and, and laws and science and all the things that actually matter that are real. Um, and Trump, or if you look at some of the things that he supported through, uh, that went through the House of the Senate or whatever, um, they're all just pretty standard. They may be right-leaning, but they're not doing anything to impede people's rights. When he was elected, you had leftists screaming about how he was going to put gay people in camps and, like, kill off the trans community. I mean, this is how insane they thought things were going to get. Now, Trump not, not only did nothing change, not only did any of these people suffer in terms of rights, but Trump also never supported or passed any kind of law that hurt these people in any way, and you can't name one that tried to because it doesn't exist. First of all, you can't target these people. They're immune. Even Trump knows that. There's nothing you can do. It doesn't matter. It, will, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't pass even if you tried it. Um, and, all, and trying the idea of equality for all, that doesn't resonate with the left. They don't even know what that means. Um, all, all they are is just whitey bad and everybody else superior. Um, so they don't, they, 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 they're, they're all so far off the beaten path, they don't know anything anymore. Um, this is hardly the party of JFK. So they're so warped and twisted, they can't, they don't know what equality really is. Now, when, when Trump goes to pass these laws and policies that he just thinks are going to be better for the country as a whole, uh, you don't get an intelligent rebuttal from the left. 
all you get is Trump did it, must be bad. They couldn't tell you why. They couldn't, all, all, they, they, they flip out and do their rabid spitting freak out thing, but they don't actually have any real intelligent words behind it. The Trump derangement syndrome, you know, at first, when that initially, you know, came about, I always thought it was slightly exaggerated, like most things. Um, but as time goes on, you know, it, it becomes more and more accurate. Uh, the people who have this deep seeming hatred of the man, uh, it'd be one thing if we're talking about a freaking czar who literally, you know, would just kill off peasants on a whim or, or enslave whoever he wants or living high on the hog, you know, with, with everybody being, everyone else in the country being poor. We're so far beyond that. that that's not even, talk, we're not talking about that. That's not what's happening. It's nothing to do with anything. The, this is not reality. Um, that's not what happened. That has nothing to do with anything. That is not what Trump's administration was about. Um, and they cannot really give you a detailed breakdown of the Trump administration. They really can't. They can't give you highlights and lowlights. So as far as they're concerned, there are no highlights, even though they can't, they can't name any of anything that was actually might have been good for the country. Um, they refuse to accept that the economy was in a very good position. All they scream about is how COVID uh, destroyed everything, and it's not Biden's fault, and Trump had him good, and he did it, you know, he actually had it good because of Obama, even though he presided over a massive recession, uh, and we were coming out of it, um, which Obama did nothing to do to fix, uh, just like Biden has done nothing to, to aid the country in, in coming back. Um, those are all external influences. And they're, they're just going to ignore it all. They're going to ignore it all and say Trump evil and anybody who's a, quote, good citizen needs to call him evil as well and to call him out and to say he should be punished for what they're not really sure. They have a vague idea, but they're, they're not reading these reports in detail. They are not looking at the opposition in any way. They are not looking at the, the Trump defense. They are not looking. They certainly don't want to hear what he says. They're not listening to what his lawyers say. They're not listening to the other side, just like they, as always, they never do. They don't care what we say. They don't care what anybody who disagrees with them says. Anybody who does is just a racist and an evil person. That's it. That's where it ends. This is why we have the divide we have right now. This is it right here. This causes that schism. This causes the abyss between the two sides. When one side basically just paints the other side with a brush and says, you're, you're all evil, everything you do and say is wrong, and we need you need to be silenced or you need to be disappeared. I mean, that's the sense that I get from those people, and that's the sense a lot of conservatives or, or anybody, any free-thinking individual, libertarian, anything. It's what you get if you don't toe the line, if you don't toe the liberal progressive line, which in reality is actually regressive in all its forms. Um, but if you don't toe that line, they're not going to listen to you. You don't deserve to talk. You don't deserve rights. That's where they are right now, make no mistake. They can scream about democracy all they want. They really want an authoritarian, totalitarian regime where every single one of their beliefs and every single one of their uh, policies are implemented with no question. <laughs> no resistance. Because anybody who resists it must be a backwards Neanderthal, right? That's the message that's being sent. Now, that doesn't go over well with a lot of very educated people on the other side. So you're always going to get some pretty intense pushback. But again, that's why the schism exists. TDS, Trump derangement syndrome, is an offshoot 
of this and being fueled by pure ignorance and whipped into a frenzy by a media that had this express purpose from day one. From day one of the Trump administration in 2016, this was the media's purpose. To create, a, to foment a, a movement, essentially, against Trump that is grounded in nothing but pure hatred and vitriol that is also <clears throat> doesn't require fact behind it. See, hate, in many ways, isn't rooted in anything real. It's usually not rooted, it's very often not rooted in fact or, or statistics or logic. Anything like that's rooted in emotion. And very often that's a rational emotion. And that's all they wanted. They want to make sure that everyone hates Trump irrationally because then they'll just take anything they're fed. Trump did this, he must be guilty. That needs to be your reaction. You shouldn't be asking questions as to what he did, how he did it, it you know, is he guilty or is are there ulterior motives here possibly for his uh, for his persecution? Um, we don't. We're not talking. No, shut up. Just say he's guilty. That's it. We're not talking about it anymore. That's where they want it to end. And the media created this again from day one. They've been working on this for years, and they pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it to the point where, um, yeah, you have this hugely irrational uh, hate, group of haters that will do anything to see this man put down. Now, there was a, a, recently a woman was arrested for threatening to shoot Donald Trump in the face and also shoot his son. Um, she's facing a hefty stretch of time in prison, which is good and proper. Um, you know, I saw that, you, if you see that story, it got obviously circulated on social media, you would be absolutely shocked to see the percentage of replies, obviously from people on the left, who didn't have any problem with this. They, they didn't. They had no problem with that idea of shooting him. Now, a lot of them, you know, they wouldn't say straight out, I, I think you should shoot him. I, they said, well, we can understand this level of hatred and violence toward the man. Now, you shouldn't be able to understand that at all. Because anybody who threatens to do that is a psycho criminal and needs to be put away because they're, they're dangerous. You, you can't be saying, oh, no, I, I think I understand this. And she has a point and all that. She has a point? This, this, is, this is where you're at now? Supporting nutso assassination attempts because you believe that this person... They, bottom line is, they really do believe Trump should be dead. I, I'm not kidding. That, that's very clear from these responses, from these messages that I've read. Some just flat out support it entirely. They don't even say, they say, oh, that's just, that's too bad. She should have gone through with it. Some people think they're joking. I don't think they're joking. And you know what? There are a lot of them aren't. That's the scary part of all of this. This is what a rational hatred creates. Because hatred fuels is fueled by an intense uh, emotion that cannot be uh, reasoned with. That if you introduce reason and logic, the hatred starts to break down. That's why people, that's why we're supposed to push education. Now, these are the same people that push education, just not education that they want. Not education that says, oh, well, you know, you might actually want to look into this a little bit deeper. You might actually want to understand more about this particular case. Or you might actually want to see what the other side says, rather than you just saying, Hagen, maybe that is far more reminiscent 
of the older times you condemn so roundly, where they just hang people in the village square because enough public sentiment was drummed up to make that hanging happen. Because this is what's going on right now with Trump. Right now. If this was 300 years ago, he already would have been hanged. They got enough public sentiment built up. You get enough, uh, you know, some corrupt judge somewhere and say, yep, he's guilty. And you have throngs of people with pitchforks basically wanting to hang him. This is not that much different, people. So when you reach this point, this is why it's scary. This is why the left has gone off the deep end because they don't even realize that they've been manipulated to the point of where emotion clouds every single thing they think and do. They don't, they're not even aware of it. They really do believe they're informed. They really think that by listening to the little sound bites on CNN, they're informed when they, and that's it. We don't have to listen to anything else. Just like with COVID, right? Well, the CDC says this and CNN says this, that's it. That's where it ends. One of the more complicated, difficult situations that mankind has ever faced with dozens of theories and ideas, all, many of which perfectly legitimate, from very uh, uh, accomplished experts in the medical field all across the world, graduates from everywhere from Johns Hopkins to, to Oxford, who question the uh, what the, question the lockdown say this this is a bad idea question the vaccines and the boosters saying these are not what you think they are no no we're not we're not we're forget it even when it comes to our own health and our lives we're not listening to anything like that we are going to listen to the only people who claim to be authorities on the subject and that's just you know CDC and the government Biden and and, and CNN that's it we're not listening to anything else we're not going to entertain anything else we're not going to think about anything else which is the exact antithesis of real science. But this is where they are. And they show it in every action they take and in all the words they speak, whether it's against Trump, whether it's against the vaccine deniers, whether it's against uh, the, the, uh, the views on abortion, whatever. They, they, don't, they don't care. They've stopped thinking. They let other people do the thing for themselves. Well, we're going to let the experts do that. That's what they're paid for. So hell with it. Uh, they're going to tell us exactly what we need to know, and I'm not going to delve into it anymore because, God forbid, I may find something that uh, contradicts correctly what I've been told. Well, but I like what I've been told, so I'm, I'm good with that. They know you like what you've been told. That's why they're going to keep giving you what you like. They know you're not going to, you're going to be far too lazy and far too brainwashed to do any thinking on your own and to actually delve into these topics and to look more closely for yourself. Hell, it's just as easy to say, uh, down with Trump and, uh, you know, let's get him out of here. Um, so Trump derangement syndrome, very real, very, very scary um, in, in, its, in how it's manifesting itself in what were, I assume, previously normal individuals. They may have been left-leaning, but they didn't act like this. Um, and... <laughs> they, they wouldn't have had this reaction for somebody who went and tried, you know, and assassinated the Pope and like everybody in the Vatican. They, they wouldn't react. This, this, this kind of reaction is, again, directly created by a mass media that was relentless and extremely clever, really, and ruthless in how they portrayed Trump. There will be, right after he was elected, uh, there was a study that said it was 89, 90% of all headlines on all the mainstream news sources, you know, MSNBC, CBS, NBC, CNN, were all negative. All of them. 
Trump negative after the after he won the election. Well, regardless whether it is what he's planning to do with an executive order or whatever, all of the negative in tone from the headline to the text, which by the way is not journalism, that's called op-ed, but you know, whatever, we're gonna pretend that that's reporting. Um, and it was, and you know, it was the complete reverse when Biden was elected. This, this says, this is a targeted move uh, on the populace to make them think one way and they're, they're buying it. They're, they're buying it because they see it every day and they think, well, everybody's telling us the same thing and it's all worked in there. It's not even, before they at least try and hide it, now it's so transparent, but they just don't care uh, because they believe they're in the right and everybody else is wrong anyway. So, I mean, that's really all I just wanted to say for this this week. Um, you know, the I, again, I thought Trump derangement syndrome was somewhat exaggerated at one point, and maybe it was when it initially came up, but the idea it has proven to be very sound. These people are nuts. And they've been reacting to something without understanding it. And that's something that none of us should do for any reason, regardless of what the subject is or who is involved. That's not what intelligent people do. Uh, so that's it for this week. I appreciate you listening as always. Uh, feel free to share with friends and family. I don't curse and swear. I don't scream. I don't, everything I, all my podcasts are safe to be listened to by anybody. Um, and again, we're just talking about common sense here. Uh, I, I'm not promoting Trump. I'm not saying elect him. I'm not saying that the, the man is always right or I trust him above all else. What I'm saying is that maybe, just maybe, the people who are condemning him a stunning percentage of them, A, wish him, really do wish him physical harm, and B, were manipulated into this position and don't even know it. And their behavior is frightening because it's the behavior of uh, ignorant animals. That's the key. That's my point. So that's it for me. Um, and uh, once again, feel free to share, and I will see you again next week. Thank you.